My name is Emma Martin, and this is the Lazy Keto Mum podcast. If you are looking for help with keto and low carb, you have come to the right place. We're going to talk about an S word tonight, uh, also known as stress. And you wouldn't think that stress had anything to do with fat loss because we just think it's food, right? Food and exercise. Who'd have thunk it? So let's talk a little bit about stress and why it's a key, not only for fat loss, but for health. It's no secret that stress isn't good for us. So I want to share a couple of things around that, but I also want to share what happens with a fat loss journey and how it sabotages that. So I know some of you are here just for the health rather than the fat loss. Some of you have already kind of lost your fat bits and you're still here because you find this lifestyle really useful. So let's talk about it from a few different angles. Firstly, you guys will know stress can be caused from a multitude of things. So trauma, Jobs can be very stressful. They can be stressful with deadlines. They can be stressful with people you work with. Kids, <laughs> kids are one of the most stressful things ever until they grow up, leave home, and then, oh, no, all of a sudden, you know, you've got other stresses that they're bringing you in as well or bringing into you as well. Money, major stressor. Sometimes when there's not enough of it, it can be extremely stressful. Your health, when you find out something's not right or you're not sleeping well or you get diagnosed with a, an illness and or you're not well, health can be extremely stressful, not only in your brain but also on the body. It takes a big, big toll. And sometimes this journey, if you get sick, sometimes this journey will have you running for fast energy, so it's something to be aware of. You just, if you go down that path, you will have to go through all of that keto flu stuff again. You're better off to reach for your healthy fats, your good quality proteins when you feel those urges. And all it is is just your body wanting fast energy. That's all it is. It's same as when we're tired. Your body wants the quickest form of energy you can get for it. So the brain is super, super hungry. The brain uses 80% of our energy and Everything we do is to keep the brain alive. And actually, that's one reason that eat less, move more doesn't always work because when you when you move more, you burn up a lot of your fuel and your body goes, uh-oh, quick, go eat more because we're worried the brain's going to run out of fuel. And if your brain doesn't work, well, the rest of the body doesn't work. So your body will go into a response to protect the brain at all costs. Change and relationships, like if you've got relationship stresses, they can be particularly stressful at times. There's a lot that goes around, you know, the deterioration of a relationship or if you've got communication issues and you've got the kids involved and you've got money, like that's one of the most stressful times of life. So you've got to cut your body a bit of slack if you're going through all those things. Overwhelm. When you feel like there's too much happening, that's a really stressful thing. Now, if you think about that from an ancestral point of view, when you've got so much going on that you can't work out what to do first, you are forcing your body into fight and flight. And generally speaking, we are kind of one or the other. We'll either fight and we'll we'll go fighting for what we want and what we believe and what we think we deserve. Sometimes it's too hard and we just bury our heads in the sand. And so if you're finding that you're procrastinating and you're sticking your head in the sand, you know, that that shows you that you're stressed. You probably already know. 
and and physically we see stress in our bodies as well. You can some people. Well, I had rashes through one of my relationship breakdowns. I broke out in these crazy, crazy rashes up my arms. It was stress. <laughs> so you know, it definitely takes its toll on the body. As far as fat loss goes and stress, when you your prehistoric ancestral body thinks you're in trouble, it raises cortisol to get ready for you to run or chase the predator. Run or be run, run or be run. That doesn't make sense. Chase or be chased. (laughs) That's what I'm trying to say. Um, So the cortisol and the adrenaline get released and that in turn spikes your glucose. So it's all working together. And we've learned that when glucose and blood sugar is spiked, insulin is spiked. And what is insulin? Insulin is a fat storage hormone. So not only that, to add insult to injury, when you don't get chased by the predator and things aren't so stressful, maybe you went for a walk and you calmed yourself down or you did some box breathing or something like that and you managed to calm yourself and went, okay, it's all right, it's okay, nobody's going to die, your insulin stored away your blood sugar and it dropped it so low that now you have sugar cravings. And anyone who has a stressful job can attest to the cravings. The easiest way to manage stress is not only a low-carb or a keto diet because it balances your mood and it balances your hormones, but to actually have some techniques to manage that stress. And I'll run through some of them for you in a tip. It also, when you are in stress mode, it slows down your metabolism because your body doesn't want you to run out of fuel if you need to get away from the saber-toothed tiger. And not only that is it sends you off looking for lasagna or whatever your comfort food is. Mine used to be lasagna. I love lasagna. I swear I was Garfield in a previous life. (laughs) I'm like, pick a fat cat, any cat, that's me. You go looking for the thing that you love the most that makes you feel good, that brings back memories. Those of you that have read my book, you'll know that going to the shops with my grandma, we went to the beach and... She every time we went to the beach on the way home, we'd buy an ice cream. For me, that was love. And she was feeding me from love. But for me, that's still one of my comfort foods. And and now I know that that trigger, if I'm looking for ice cream, I'm like, hang on a minute, Emma, what's going on? Doesn't happen very often anymore. But now I have things in the fridge that I can happily go to and I they, you know, guilt-free. Um, we made some like a ganache type of ice magic at the cooking class on the weekend. And I put it into little silicon molds and made them into little wedges. So they taste like chocolate fudge. They're so good. So now we have this cycle. We remember the insulin cycle and the carb addiction cycle and the in, in the insulin resistance and da, da, da. The more stress you have, the more cortisol you produce, the higher appetite you've got for quick energy, which equals more belly fat because you've got more insulin. So now you can't burn your bits when you're stressed. Who'd have thought? So if you have a lot going on in your life, you have to find a way to actually manage that. So here's some tips for you. Go for a walk. Build a playlist of music that you love and dance. Dance with the broom. Go for a bushwalk. Go and do what you really enjoy. I love bushwalking. So I'll go... You know, I'll go for a drive up the mountain and I'll go for a bushwalk if I'm feeling particularly stressed. Some people love the beach. I love the beach too, but you'll pick your thing. 
I'll go out and pull out weeds in my garden or crazily enough start up the ride on mower because for me it's you know that's pretty calming mind numbing actually I can't listen I can't hear anything because it's too noisy but it's almost like white noise in a way so you'll know what it is that's your happy place for some people it's meditation and yoga my brain's too busy for that (laughs) like I just can't slow it down anyone else like that go and visit the big beech trees Go and visit the Antarctic forests that are close to you. Go for a walk on the pebble beach and throw some rocks in the pond or something. Today, I wasn't stressed, but I put on some music. I got Alexa to play me a 70s playlist and it brought all of the like, all of the funky songs of my childhood, you know, like the ABBA songs from Mamma Mia and, oh, wow, that song's cool, you know, like Baker Street and, all of those cool songs and I just, you know, I did a bit of dancing and a bit of working and it, it makes you feel good. If you're sociable, catch up with friends, phone a friend, go and have a coffee, organise to go and see people that float your boat. Anyway, you know what I mean? Don't hang out with the people that bring you down. Hang out with the people that uplift you. If that's your family, go and do something cool with them. Go out for lunch. You know how to make the right choices now. Pat your pets. Scratch your dog's tummies and go and play with your chooks and go and pat the cats and talk to the guinea pigs. Animals are terrifically good stress relief. They're wonderful because they don't know what you're saying. They just think you're going, right there, right there, you know, and they can't answer back. So you just get to tell them all your worries and you tell them and offload it. Damn, you're done. What about making some really good, yummy food that is keto and, and your journey friendly. Some people love cooking. I, if I'm stressed, I'll cook. It doesn't stress me out. It actually, as I'm eating, it must satisfy the fight and flight comfort food thing. I don't know. I mean, I've always been an emotional eater, but now I just make better choices. So write a to-do list if you're feeling overwhelmed. Write a to-do list of everything you can think of. And then cross off and do one or two things. You'd be surprised the dopamine response you can create by doing that. Yes, now I'm getting somewhere. Because we, we procrastinate from a place of, oh, my God, it's, it's overwhelming. And that alone is super stressful. And then you go into the guilt cycle, right? The whole, ah, oh, the spiral. Read a book. One of my friends loves to read. She literally sits in a sunny spot in the corner of the sunroom and she reads and she'll knock over a book in about four hours. If that's you, go and do it. Make the time to do that. You have one precious life. One precious life. It's too short to worry about the things that you can't control because we, we think of this fat loss as, you know, it's all about the food, eat less, move more, but there are so many keys like that. Did you know? that most people put on seven kilos over the silly season. Now, we know that kilos don't matter, but you'll feel it if you go off the wagon. Thank you for listening to Lazy Keto Mom. See you on the next episode.